all you positive heads out there. Thanks for tuning your beautiful brainwaves into another episode of the Positive Head Podcast, where we are firmly convinced that creating success and happiness is rooted in understanding the ultimate nature of reality and the fact that as human beings, we are all immensely powerful fractals of the one and only source consciousness, which creates and animates all things. Now, of course, understanding this powerful truth is one thing. Applying this incredibly empowering wisdom to everyday life, well, that's another. Which is exactly why we provide you with a fresh serving of soul food for thought five days a week to help constantly remind you of what matters most. You are it. And I'm your host, Brandon Beecham. I'm the reflection and extension of you who will be here each Wednesday interviewing a different consciousness changemaker. And on the other four weekdays, leading the way to ensure that your perspective is consistently expanded, your vibration is constantly elevated, and your heart is overflowing and full. Also, before we jump into today's episode, I'd like to take a moment to tell you about a few sponsors that not only help to make it possible to produce this show five days a week, but that I'm also genuinely passionate about promoting especially since they're helping to fund all the cool projects we have in the works, such as the Positive Head app, the docuseries that I'm intending to begin shooting within the next year, and whatever else we dream up over here at Positive Headquarters to help spread consciousness across the planet. Now, if you're short on time or just super excited for today's topic and want to dive right in and skip these ads, feel free to fast forward about four minutes to get right into today's show. That being said, I strongly encourage you to listen because the reason I'm passionate about my sponsors is because they've made a huge impact in my own life, which is why I've aligned with these organizations. And I firmly believe they can do the same for you too. The first longtime stellar supporter of this show that I want to mention is Gaia. If you're not familiar, Gaia is the go-to source for streaming consciousness content online with over 8,000 video titles. And you can sign up for your first month for only 99 cents at Gaia.com forward slash positive head. That's spelled G-A-I-A dot com forward slash positive head. The second sponsor I'm extremely passionate about promoting is Purium. It's no mystery that bringing your mind, body and spirit into balance is necessary if a person truly intends to manifest the greatest and grandest version of themselves. And as of recording this, it's been about mm, four months since I started taking the Purium Core 4 Superfood products every day. And I can honestly and sincerely say my mind, body, and spirit have never felt more in alignment. If you've been looking for a way to easily get superfoods into your system every day with a simple plan that can help you reestablish a healthier foundation and relationship with food, I cannot recommend for you to start with the Purium 40-Day Ultimate Nutrition Plan, which includes a 10-day metabolic reset and cleanse enough. I spent personally months researching Purium before I jumped in, and now myself and over 150 other positive heads have started with the 40-Day Ultimate Nutrition Plan, and many of us have continued taking the Core 4 products on an ongoing basis daily ever since. I personally intend to take them for the rest of my life because they played a huge role transforming my vibrational state. If you decide to do it, it'll cost you just over $7 a day for the first 40 days and only about $5 a day after. But if you do it the way that I recommend you to do it, the smartest and most beneficial way, it won't cost you anything. 
I recommend you to just look at where you can reallocate money you are already spending on food each day. Essentially, you're just going to swap out the unhealthiest stuff you're in the habit of purchasing in exchange for Purium Superfoods. And this way, it costs you nothing to participate in the transformation and cleanse. And it creates exponential benefit because now you've replaced something that lowers your vibration with something that is going to make you feel super high in the healthiest kind of way. Just take a few minutes, see where you can cut out five to seven dollars a day and commit to doing it. It's that simple. Also for support, we'll be doing a big group transformation with other positive heads and soul family once each month for support. So I recommend, you know, going right now, ordering your 40 day ultimate nutrition plan bundle so that you have it when the next group transformation starts. Procrastination is not your friend. Order it now. You can thank me later because I can assure you, you will not be sorry you've decided to send a message to the universe that you're ready to step up your vibrational game and reclaim your health sovereignty. Just head over to ishoppurium.com. That's spelled I-S-H-O-P-P-U-R-I-U-M.com. Be sure to use the code POSITIVEHEAD, all one word, for either $50 off or a 25% discount, whichever is greater. And also, if you want to learn more details about the Purium products, why I'm so passionate about promoting them beforehand, you can go check out several videos I shot discussing these things in greater detail. You can also hear my interview with the very inspiring founder, David Sandoval, much, much more over at positivehead.com forward slash transformation. All right, all you positive heads, welcome, welcome, welcome back to me, welcome back to you. Missed you guys, gals, extraterrestrials, anyone who's listening, tuning in, anyone who's maybe tuning in on uh, another dimension, missed you too. (laughs) It's been a few days, I've been away in northern Nevada, I was digging for opals actually, at uh, the Peacock Opal Mine, and uh, took it took my nephew. It was for his high school graduation. My brother and myself gifted him a trip, and so we made it a little family trip with my son and dad, and brother in law, etc. And it was a really, really good time. Found some opals, um, not huge opals, but some little opals, and it was uh, yeah, it was cool. First time I ever done anything like that. I think I would do it again, and uh, maybe even dig for some different different types of uh, rocks, gems, etc. So, yeah, uh, I understand that Erica, Miss Miss, did an amazing job while I was gone. Let me put on my surprise face. <laughs> I knew she would. So appreciate you, Erica, for holding down the fort and steering the ship while I was away. And, uh, yeah, I'm just really, really happy to be back. It's great to get a, a break like that. You know, not recording for like a week, and uh, it gives me gives me the perspective, you know, on how wonderful it is to have this opportunity to connect and share with you all um, in this way. And uh, of course, you get a little a little mix up as well. It's always good to have some fresh fresh insight and voices and perspective, and a lot of uh, divine feminine running the show with Alexa as well on Fridays for the last week. And so, yeah, super cool. All right. So, uh, what did I learn? What did I take away? What, you know, as I typically do, what's bubbling up for me and you know, what was something uh, that really 
had a big impact on me since I've we've, we've connected last was uh, listening on the trip, and I'm almost done with it. I'm probably two-thirds done with the book by Michael Singer, The Surrender Experiment. And you guys have heard me talking about The Untethered Soul for a while, his other book. Um, I think he's got a few, actually, but those are the two biggest ones. And um, that one, I listened to most of it in the past and haven't finished it. This one is more like his life story, and it's such a powerful, um, powerful, powerful uh, story and a lesson that is shared throughout. And I want to give a sort of a rundown of what, what it's about. And of course, some of you may want to go out and actually read or listen to the book in full. But um, before I do that, I would like to take a moment to read a review on iTunes. You guys know I love my iTunes reviews. Not only do they help us to reach new people, but um, certainly help to fuel my fire to continue this labor of love. So this one came in by Shelly and MS. Oh, wow. It looks like normally I have them pretty queued up, you know, where people leave reviews. And uh, <laughs> for the last few weeks, people haven't been leaving too many reviews. And the next one queued up, there's only one left. And it's like, it's like a one star bad review. And I've had a few, you know, it's almost what looks like 907 total reviews. And uh, most all of them are five star, you know, some others sprinkled in there and a few one stars, but normally they don't actually leave leave um what what their thoughts are you know they just start without writing anything and so after this one today the only thing left is just this sad you know one star with someone just like grilling me on why they think you know my show sucks but <laughs> so now would be the time uh, if you've been thinking about reviewing to go and help to um save me from the 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 bottom of the barrel here uh, this grim looking future on the review timeline but for today in the now i've got one good one left shelly and ms shelly wrote a must listen i have been listening to the positive head podcast for over a year and am immensely grateful for the expansive content and the passion brandon brings to each episode he has amazing guests, topics that challenge one to reconsider preconceived ideas, and as one might guess, positivity, which is much needed at this time. I highly recommend this podcast and have enjoyed tapping into the knowledge of the community on the podcast Facebook page. Thank you, Brandon. I love you so, 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 so much. Aw, thank you, Shelley. Love you, too. Thank you for taking the time to send some love my way. Definitely appreciate it. All right, so let's jump in to the topic. Let's talk a little bit about uh, surrendering, this idea of, you know, and we've talked about this a lot on the show, but what I love about Michael Singer, you know, when I first uh, was being turned on to his work, actually, I think it was a, a while back, my friend Michael Rostowski, who's been a co-host multiple times, and he was telling me, he's like, oh, Brandon, you got to check out the Surrender Experiment. I feel like you in... Michael Singer have sort of similar paths in uh, in your life, and you know, and he told me a little bit about it at the time, and it definitely resonated. Then I checked out the Untethered Soul. Uh, you guys have heard me talking about that; I loved it. And now, listening to the Surrender Experiment, it, his life story, I definitely feel like uh, we have similar paths. Uh, I also feel like maybe in a in a unique way, kind of like Yin and Yang. Like he is. Okay, so I'll start a little bit, and I'm going to give you the overview of the book and his story and the lessons that have really stuck with me so far, and I'm not quite done with it yet, but 
Uh, I'll probably finish it within the next few days because it's story form and I love stories as you guys know, but uh, especially good ones. And this is his, his life story is a good one. And it starts, you know, in the seventies with him noticing this incessant voice in his head. That's always talking, always chattering, always having an opinion, always, you know, just sort of, he became hyper aware of it and it was driving him crazy. And he's like, how do I shut off this voice in my head? And he starts, you know, really it becomes like his obsession to figure out um, how he can shut off this voice in his head. And ultimately, he ends up finding uh, a book, The Three Pillars of Zen. And he starts meditating and he has ends up having like uh, a, a sort of a breakthrough experience where he, you know, goes into this this place of um you know divine silence and peace and ecstasy and and bliss and he just you know um he one day he decides he's going to sit down on a train he's not leaving until he becomes enlightened he says and he has this powerful experience and it it's like a huge breakthrough for him and so then now he's you know the book starts off him you know realizing this voice he wants to get away from this uh this incessant voice in his head he finds a way to do that then he becomes sort of obsessed with the idea of of uh staying in that state he basically this guy's fascinating i mean you know in some ways our paths seem very aligned with business stuff and everything else i'll touch on in a minute but um in other ways we're quite different i mean this guy really wanted to throw off i'm someone who's wanted to like do all the things and um sort of have so much life experience he on the other end is like i don't want anything to do with anything other than being in this meditative blissful state i found Right. And he was very young in his uh, early 20s. This is going back into like around 1970 ish um, when when all this was beginning for him. And uh, so he he ended up getting a house and, you know, buying some property uh, with a little bit of money he had. And just his aim is to just do nothing but meditate there all day, every day and do as little as possible. And he kind of like, you know, he's he's getting his. I want to say he's getting his master's at the time and he kind of starts waning from that like you know screw this i'm not going down this path i'm just gonna sit in the woods and meditate and uh, so he he does a lot of that and um what ends up happening ultimately is um he he realizes um you know, at some point that things are starting to bubble up for him, like things that want to come into and disrupt his meditation time, like them wanting him to teach at the, you know, the local community college and things, people, and just keep coming into his field that are sort of trying to pull him away from that. And he has a a realization that, you know, um, if he just is resisting whatever it is that they're talking about, like, no, 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 I'm going to meditate, you know, in, in, at my house. I don't care about this. I don't care about money. The guy, like, didn't care about any, like, material anything. Um, and he, and then he realized, hold on, I'm listening to this voice in my head again. It's like, it's steering the ship. It's telling me that I just want to meditate. And, you know, instead of, and he comes to this point where he realizes, well, what if I just, what if the path is really to just surrender to um, 
you know, to everything. And I, I can't remember, you know, I, once again, this is just sort of like a high level recounting of what the book is about. Definitely recommend going to, to read it or listen to it for the full, you know, download. But, um, you know, I think it was maybe the autobiography of the yogi, which helped him with this, this piece of his realization. Like, you know, me wanting to just go meditate is listening to that voice. The voice is telling me, no, 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 don't do this thing that this person is trying to pull on me to do. Um, and I, I'm actually trying to get away from that voice and I want to move into just completely flowing with, with life and what it, what it brings for me. So instead of me always, uh, sort of deciding, having preferences, he decided he was going to ignore his preferences and his judgments and just flow with what the universe wanted to bring his way. Uh, what it wanted to put in front of him. And this really, you know, this one really stuck with me and jumped out at me because as someone who's sort of been the opposite, a lot of preferences, like, um, to you know, a lot of desires to do a lot of things. He only had one desire, and that was to meditate. <laughs> I've had a lot of preferences and judgments and, you know, ideas throughout my life. And so this idea of truly surrendering to the flow of what is is really you know it's like he did it at a whole nother level of anything i've you know i've never heard a story of someone's life this much surrender and um and that's of course why he called it and he named it to himself at the time the surrender experiment i'm just going to surrender to whatever it is none of i'm not listening to the voices preferences in my head anymore any of the judgments about it i'm just going to uh sort of go with what what is obviously the direction the universe is is prompting me and um then the book is you know sort of what unfolded from this experiment you know now it started in the early 70s and you know what the guy ended up doing the things he ended up doing for a guy who only wanted to sit in the woods and meditate what he's done is incredible i mean literally he wouldn't want to take payment for things he wouldn't he was just like not attached to anything it really really fascinating and he ultimately, though, ended up, you know, uh, being led to teach at um, the local community college. And he's like, OK, I'll do it. I'm going to go with the flow of what's being obviously I'm being pulled to do, but I'm not going to, you know, spend a bunch of time planning. I'm not going to disrupt my morning and evening meditations. I'm just going to whatever come, let what comes through, come through. So he becomes like this channel in ascension, in, in, in essence. And so people start, you know, at college, it becomes like his class becomes like the thing, you know, everyone wants to come here and he's teaching all about, you know, spirituality essentially and, and, and quieting the voice in the head. And, you know, people are overflowing, coming to his class. And it just turns into this incredible synchronistic journey where he goes from teaching to, you know, then he he built a property, a a house on his property. He just wanted a humble little shack to meditate in. Someone else came along and wanted to build something more grandiose, his friend who just got out of architecture school. and, And then, you know, so then that happened. And then from there, someone loved his work and came and said, hey, I want you to build me a house. And not knowing anything, no planning, like he just goes with the flow of this and ends up, you know, building this this big company. And uh, one of the cool synchronistic stories I'll share in there is, you know, he he by the time he starts um, 
um, he starts building small things at first. People keep are coming to him, you know, to do this. Then it turns into someone wants him to build him a house. Um, he doesn't have uh, the resources to build a house. Uh, the lo- you know he needs a loan, so he decides to get a loan. No banks will accept him. Then this one banker took a real interest in his um, in his uh, loan request. In, in like kind of came to his property and checked it out and ended up giving him this loan when really he wasn't qualified for it for $20,000. This ends up leading to, you know, because he, this guy gave him, this banker gave him this loan, you know, it ends up being a big company. That was like the seed capital to build the first house and then on and on it went. Well, like 10 years later, Michael is in um, a video store you know, back in the day when you went and actually got videos for rent. I remember that. Um, and he's browsing and, you know, he's got this successful um, construction company now and everything. And and uh, he hears the, the person behind the desk talking about how he can't get a loan to expand his video store or, you know, whatever he needed. And um, Michael thought that he looked really familiar. He's like, hmm, that guy looks familiar. So he gets talking to him. Turns out it's the same banker from 10 years earlier who out of nowhere just gave him this $20,000 loan he was not qualified for. Um, And as Michael would put it, hey, I'm just going with the flow and the universe is providing what I needed. Well, here is that same banker who decided his hand at uh, entrepreneurial venture. He left banking to start this video store. And he needed a loan and he was happened to be talking on the phone at that moment when Michael is shopping about how no one will give him a loan to do what he needs to do. Michael then ends up, of course, he's very, he's pretty wealthy by this point. He ends up giving this guy, the guy needed $20,000, the same amount, ends up giving him a personal loan that he needed. I mean, what are the chances? He's in the store. It's the same guy and the guy's on the phone talking about how he needs a loan. It just like crazy synchronicity after synchronicity as he just makes this lifelong commitment to ignoring his own preferences and judgments and just flowing with what is obviously the direction he's meant to go from there it went to a software company you know software company felt so drawn to computers when they first came out this is like 1979 he sees his first computer and he you know ends up learning how to program and then people start coming to him hey you know he bought the computer from rodeo shack hey some people would like help programming something i know you've been really diving into that he ends up writing bigger and bigger and bigger programs one of the biggest like um the program for um medical and insurance billing ended up being written by him in the middle of the woods with people like in this totally unconventional way and becomes this huge you know company worth hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars and everything from him just doing uh, flowing and putting his whole heart into everything that he did and what he said he finally realized early on there was all this inner turmoil i just want to cut off the outside world and meditate and he realized everything becomes a meditation when you put your whole heart and soul and you just follow where life is taking you And you do it with your whole heart. And you guys have heard me talk about it before where I've had, you know, sort of um, mixed feelings about some of, you know, my my travel company, the entrepreneurial venture that is this incredible opportunity growing a lot and all these things. But yet it pulls me away from doing more work in this 
realm, right? Uh, you know, I spend seven hours a week on the podcast and, you know, I'm so blessed. It's been consistently in the top 10 and spirituality on iTunes with me not even putting in that much effort. What if I could put in all of my heart and soul, you know? And so that's been hard for me. And I've, you know, really had to come to terms with these two different parts of myself. And, and so this book has really helped me to realize like, no, the universe has made it very apparent. It wants me to do this other project. And yes, there will be a time for me to exit. But until then, putting 100% of my heart and soul into it, having mixed vibration is never the answer, right? And so this is a guy who's juggling lots of things because very similar to me because the universe is bringing lots of things to him. And um, so I, I just loved hearing this story because it did really resonate with me in that way. And what I, you know, the biggest takeaway is how, how, peaceful is it to approach your life in a way where you're no longer so concerned with your own preferences and judgments and more of what is the universe making it obvious that is a direction for me to go right and I think the real, and then you think about this idea of, well, you know, having desires and with loose expectation. We talk about that a lot on the show. So really the dance becomes between preferences are going to rise at times, right? Um, I think the real dance becomes between your preferences and finding the flow both because you have some things where there's a preference that arise, but if you have a preference in his case, it was always, if he was having a preference against something that wanted to happen, like someone insisting that he teach at the school, which then by the way, led to all these other great things. Someone insisting that he build a house when he was resistant to it. No, I just want to go meditate. But he followed, he, he, he had learned to stop listening to that voice of why not and and just saying, okay, this is obviously a direction that is it's it's under conditions that are like sort of uncanny that this is coming up. And that's the times when he would ignore his own preferences and just go with what was being presented to him. And, you know, it, it moves from instead of creating your life so much so much just just you know allowing it to be done for you and i think that's a powerful powerful place for us all to move into i don't you know if i can stop all the the inner turmoil in regards to should i do this should i do that should i well what is the universe showing me that i should be doing what is naturally being brought to me that just, it, it's obvious, even if maybe I have some uh, ego level preference against it, I'm, you know, but it's obvious that it's being brought to me. I think there's a certain chord in his story. There's a certain chord, um, you know, where he's like, okay, I can see that this is like, you know, this is wanting to happen through me and I don't really know why and really it's not even my preference to do it but I'm now going to do it with my whole heart, mind, body, spirit and then all these great gifts come up. So, It doesn't mean if something comes to you that feels way out of alignment and seems like that you should then say, oh, well, this guy told me I should go jump off a cliff right now, so I'm going to do it. And, you know, (laughs) Uh, so I think that the the dance comes between, you know, really feeling into what is being brought up in front of me and how much does it feel like, hmm, this seems, there's almost like when something's meant to happen, it's almost like a, an a natural unnatural flow to it like hold on this seems out of left field that this person all of a sudden called me and wants me to go to Tahiti like and all of a sudden uh, I 
got an email that same day or the day before showing I can get tickets for $99 to Tahiti, you know, or whatever. It's like, it becomes like this obvious kind of thing, right? And so instead of you, in those moments, instead of you listening to your internal preference, the ego mind, surrendering to the flow, I mean, the guy's life has been a breeze. All he's done, I mean, I'm not going to say he hasn't had challenges, but um, you know, all he's done is just follow the flow and do everything with his full heart, soul, mind, without all sort of preconceived ideas of, oh, I want to get rich from it or I want to. He's guy's very wealthy from all his success, I'd imagine. But he, it's never was even a concern for him. He's actually took all that money and invested it back into um, his his land, which turned into his nonprofit organization that he actually founded in like 75 on his land temple of the universe. And it turned into this established yoga and meditation center. And that was a part of the journey too, where all these big yogi famous teachers would come through and he was facilitating that. And just for a guy who didn't want to really do anything except for sit in the woods and meditate, the amount of things that were brought to him and that he made it a game to just flow with is it's an incredible way to approach life and a magical way to approach life. And so I know there's so many of you out there, you know, just uh, unsure. It's something that we can all relate to, right? This idea of, I don't know which direction to go next. What is my, what is life trying to tell me? Where do I want to go? I have one foot in this and one foot in that. And, um, working this job, but I really want to be doing this. And this is something that a lot of us have, you know, I hear this as a recurring theme over and over and over again between friends, listeners, um, you know, all kinds of people. And if you take this guy's approach and just say, hold on, I'm going to stop with all these preferences about, um, I have a preference to go do this, but really my life circumstances got me doing this other thing. It's that resistance that actually keeps you in that other thing, oftentimes, right? All the time. Any resist, what you resist is always going to persist. So, you know, what he was doing was just saying, hey, my preference isn't to go become a builder, but I'm going to become a builder. My preference isn't to become a software developer, but I'm going to do that. And each time they turn into these flourishing, amazing projects, right? And um, so if you can just say, hey, where you are now, I'm just going to completely surrender to it because you're there. Right. And it is you've 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 the, the, the stream has taken you there somehow, way, shape or form, maybe in a different way than he ended up. But it doesn't really matter. What matters is now. Right. Where how are you going to uh, navigate on a go forward? Are you going to keep kicking and screaming? My preferences, my preferences, you know, or maybe you now take in. And do the same experiment of surrender. Hmm. Maybe there is a there is a higher uh, self, a higher force, an expanded a, a version of myself that is bringing things to me. And my preferences have constantly had me at turmoil with what the universe wants to do through me and what my ego level preferences based off of uh, minimal visibility into the grander scheme, because that's what would always happen. He had no visibility into what the implications of some of these small 
things were and how, where they led was like the, the, the synchronicity that unfolded because he it started ignoring his pref- preferences and going with what obviously wanted to flow is incredible. And it, how simple it made his, his decisions. He's like, every time something would come up, oh, I'd see the, my preference. No, no, I don't want to do that. And then he, he, he trained himself though. Okay. But it's obvious the circumstances here. This is what life wants to do through me and where it wants to take me and then he was always very glad it did and he didn't listen so to to that to that small voice in his head you know um rallying against the flow of the entire universe and so that's that's really today and what i want to talk about and what i want to leave with you is you know for me it brought great comfort hearing his path as someone who has had some of that inner turmoil about hold on i want to do more of this sort of work but yet the universe has me taking me in this direction and 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 you know i've been doing that in my own way anyway finding the peace with it and, and knowing that there will come a time when i can do more of this type of work and you know of the docuseries i want to do and whatever else comes up um that's related to consciousness and spreading awareness and you know helping to elevate myself and others um there will be plenty of time for that and in the meantime other projects have so many gifts that i'm working on and so why resist what where the universe is wanting me to go that's just a torturous way to navigate reality and of course by accepting things that's how we move through them too right so that's what i would leave you with today I will leave you with today is just from this moment forward, I strongly encourage you to just surrender to the flow and say to higher self, okay, I get it now. You're going to just show me whatever in the, in what you show me is the path to go may not necessarily be my ego level decision, right? Uh, the voice in my head, the incessant preference being <laughs> the incessant preference voice that won't shut the hell up is uh, chattering about what it wants and what it thinks and all those things but I'm going to look deeper and see and trust the flow and um, let it take me where it, it will take you to the greatest and greatest version of yourself effortlessly so much more effortlessly than trying to force anything through your narrow perspective on how to do it And that's really the lesson in all of this, in his life, and that he's sharing with with all of us. And I'm so grateful for it. It really makes it easy to know that we can just float, right? You can literally learn from this moment forward to just float and trust and watch the magic unfold as things float to you that are meant for you. And your job isn't so much as to um, architect it as it is to experience it right? And I believe that is the dance with our higher self, right? That uh, we are here to experience. It is there to help uh, bring the right circumstances, things, people, events at the right time. And if when we're in this state of receptivity and flow, it makes it way, way easier for our higher self to deal with this human. (laughs) And your higher self is probably doing jumping jacks that you're listening to this episode because it's like, finally, I can like, we can get there, you know, without this this little voice that's always resisting and trying to take um, take you a different direction. So, yeah, let's do it. I'm doing it. I feel so good. Makes my day really easy. I don't really need to force anything. I'm just going to flow with what what where it wants to take me. And uh, I have utter trust. And you should too, because you are infinitely loved and supported. I infinitely love and support you. Thank you for being. I do have a song to leave you with. This song is Float Up 
by the lovely Alyssa Rose, uh, who actually is a friend, and uh, we've been talking for some time of having her on to co-host. This is off her new album, Breath and Bones, and uh, yeah, it would be lovely to have her on. We've talked about her coming on to co-host and uh, maybe do an acoustic song at the end, so that would be cool to have something live, huh? So, uh, yeah. Oh, you know what? One other thing before I do leave that I just uh, remembered. Um, For any of you guys in the Los Angeles area uh, and are looking for something to do on Halloween, uh, co-host Christopher Jackson, my good friend, is... uh, has a, an event, Abundance, 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 Neverland Halloween in Los Angeles on 1026, um, October 26th. So if you use promo code positive head, all one word, uh, at theticketfairy.com, you get a discount. So I'm going to be there. I'd love to see any of your bright, shiny, happy faces that are in the LA area. And um, otherwise, this is uh, Alyssa Rose, Float Up, from her new album, Breath and Bones. Till next time, float on. Love you all so, so much. Also, if you're craving more consciousness-elevating content, be sure to check out Gaia, which is my personal go-to source for streaming consciousness content on the web, where you can stream an incredible 7,000-plus exclusive videos covering 5,000 years of wisdom. As you all hear me constantly say, it's a daily conscious effort to maintain an elevated vibration. And if you're looking to journey deep down the rabbit hole to do so, then Gaia is the best place I know of to do it, period. And you can sign up for your first month for only 99 cents at Gaia.com forward slash positive head. That's spelled G-A-I-A dot com forward slash positive head. Check it out. Between the lines
Oh, uh-huh. 